This is Nini Mats, the kingdom, the kingdom child, child, with the message of the kingdom of heaven. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being guided to him, we ask you, brothers and sisters, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by teaching allegedly from us, whether by prophecy or by word of mouth or by letter, asserting that the day of the Lord has already come. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped, so that he set himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Don't you remember that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things, and now you know what is holding him back, so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the bread of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that saves the lie, and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie, and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. So here, guys, we're going to just uh, mention uh, a few things and, 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 and see where it's going to lead us. But I don't want us to spend too much time because we're not really, you know, speaking about the end times. There's no need for that. We're already in the end times. But I wanted to, because uh, I've been quoting from this scripture saying that Satan will sit in the body of Christ and, 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 and contradict his word. So I wanted to open that scripture, you understand, because it's important that we quote everything from the word because we don't want to get out of the word. Uh, nevertheless, here in verse 3, Jesus says that don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed. Meaning that Jesus will not come before this thing happens first. So the man of lawlessness, who is the man of lawlessness? The man of lawlessness, guys, how would you see the man of lawlessness? First, the man of lawlessness, guys, is Satan, right? And how would you see if it's now Satan, not the Holy Spirit? If it's the Holy Spirit, guys, he will warn you regarding sin. In fact, he does it in advance so that when sin comes, you will be able to realize, oh, you'll remember. The Holy Spirit reminded me that this sin was coming or this temptation was coming. So you'll be able to fight. You understand? He does it a lot. You know, um, I'm not trying to deviate, but to make you understand, uh, I usually deal with people a lot and Many times uh, they would find me uh, uh, admonishing them, telling them, don't do this, don't do this, you understand? And at first, they're like, what is wrong with you? People, everyone is doing it, you understand? And many say that I'm strict. I'm not strict at all, guys, but the person I'm dealing with doesn't tolerate sin at all. He doesn't tolerate sin. Daddy doesn't tolerate sin, guys. You know, Jesus doesn't tolerate sin at all. So you need to learn when you are dealing with them, He will. they will let you in advance of a temptation so that you will be prepared and fight it when it does come. So 
uh, and make this particular example. So there was this uh, uh, friend of mine who was also saved, you know, even though she did not understand much. So she was also saved. So uh, the Holy Spirit told me that she was doing something. And I spoke to the girl because the Holy Spirit said, I must warn her against doing that because now she has to grow. She has to stop doing these things. You understand? So I spoke to the girl. I said, listen, the Holy Spirit is revealing that you are doing A, B, C, and D. And the girl was right. No, I'm not doing anything like that. This just can't be true. You understand? And at first, she was so mad, mad at me, in fact. You know, then after two weeks, uh, she sent me a message and she said, I'm very sorry. I want to apologize. And I was like, why? What happened? She said, the thing you won't be about, the temptation you won't be about today, it actually happened. But because you warned me about it in advance. So I was able, you know, I remembered, you understand? So I remembered and I ran away from it, you understand? So the Holy Spirit does that because he doesn't want you to sin. When he does that, he's actually telling you that now it is time for you to, to, to do what? To grow and control. Use what is at your disposal, what the spirit of discipline. You have to start disciplining yourself because Jesus is no longer going to forgive you. So he wants you to stop doing whatever. You understand? So that's what happens. So how do you know when a man of lawlessness is the one in you? Is when you're going to church, you're reading the word, but you are sinning, yet no one is rebuking you of sin. You understand? He's a man of lawlessness. He doesn't care that you are sinning. Now guys, Adam died I mean, Adam died spiritually because he sinned. You understand? So sin will always um, uh, separate us from daddy, will always separate us from Jesus. You understand? So if, if you read the word, you go to church, but this person, this spirit in you is not rebuking you, you're doing these things, then it's a man of lawlessness. So he says that for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed. You understand? So you will know that the man of lawlessness is residing in you. If you are reading his word, you're going to church and still no one is rebuking you. He has to rebuke you in advance. If you read the Gospel of John, I can't remember the chapter because of my dementia, guys. <laughs> I think I've got dementia, but I have not tested. I have not, you know. But nevertheless, uh, the, uh, Jesus is saying that the Holy Spirit, when he comes, he will rebuke of sin. He will rebuke of righteousness. You understand? So he's actually saying that he will tell you of sin in advance so that you will run away from sin because the Holy Spirit cannot indwell you if you are a sinner. You need to stop sinning. I don't know, guys, if you understand. So when he says, for that day will come, and I mean, for, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs. He's actually saying that this man of lawlessness, he wouldn't mind people sinning. He wouldn't mind people doing everything, sleeping around in churches, you understand, uh, running after money, running after riches, you understand. He, This man of lawlessness will not mind because he doesn't care. And he says that he will oppose and will exert himself over everything that is called God or his worship so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. As we know, guys, that uh, the Holy Spirit is no longer in churches, not that not because of what is happening in churches, because of the message of the beast, no. But uh, when Jesus was on the cross, uh, he said it was finished and the veil of the temple uh, was torn from top, from top to bottom. The Holy Spirit was departing from the temple. 
You understand? And Jesus was going to take the blood to the head office, which is heaven, because he was going to become our high priest, you remember? So we became the house, the, the temple for the Holy Spirit. So if he says the man of this man of lawlessness will sit in the body of Christ, meaning he will sit in everyone who has accepted uh, Jesus as Lord and Savior, and he will contradict, meaning he will set up himself, you understand, and, and exalt in himself and proclaiming himself to be God. God. Here he's speaking about blaspheming. So Satan is going to blaspheme. So he's going to speak as if he's God. You know, that is why you hear pastors, God will bless you. He will bless you with the things of the world. He will bless you with riches. He will bless you with this. You understand? So they are speaking as if it is God. Why? Is Satan now proclaiming himself to be God. He's now what? He's now blaspheming. You understand? In fact, guys, you know, even though I'm, um, uh, I'm not in line with any church because of what is happening, the church of the people who were saved is the, was different in a way that these people had their spirit saved. When they accepted Christ, they had their spirit uh, cleansed. So they became spiritually alive. Any church that doesn't believe in the salvation, meaning that they don't believe in becoming spiritually alive. You understand? Meaning that the sin of Adam is still in them. They, they still darkened. You understand? So salvation churches were the only churches that accepted that no, we're taking what Jesus is saying. You understand? But the problem is Jesus is, I mean, Paul is now saying that this man of lawlessness, Satan, will sit in the body of Christ, meaning he's now sitting in those people who accepted the truth and had their spirit cleansed and changed his word, you understand, and proclaimed himself to be God, and he contradicted the word of God. That's why they are now dying again spiritually. You know, they are now preaching the message of riches. You know, the Holy Spirit says, don't love riches. They're saying riches are coming from God. The Holy Spirit don't love the things of the world. They're saying uh, we're blessed by the things of the world. You understand? The Holy Spirit says, um, do not love the things of the world. They're saying, no, we are blessed, but you understand? So now they are contradicting what the Holy Spirit is saying. Why? It's the man of lawlessness who is now sitting in those who were once saved and is now proclaiming himself to be God. You understand? Now, what I've been saying, this is exactly what Paul is, is talking about. And then when you go down from verse 5, uh, down there, he's, he's saying that, I used to tell you this thing. In fact, the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds his back will continue to do so till he is taken out. So Paul is actually uh, explaining that this thing started back then, even in his time, because people had already, you see, guys, when Jesus was on the cross, Satan was also released after that. Because just like Adam, the pattern guys would always be the same with daddy. If Adam um, uh, is given the command, Satan will be released. So there's people will be tested. So the same thing, Jesus is now going to the cross, the blood is available, and the people can go back to the kingdom of God. But Satan must be revealed. I mean, S Satan must be re uh, released as well and test these people. In fact, we're going to open that scripture and talk about where uh, in Revelations, where it says that Satan was released to go and deceive nations, every language, every nation, you understand? Because the pattern is still the same. They will have to test people. You understand? It's just uh, like that, guys. So after the blood, Satan was released as well. So Satan is now sitting in the body of Christ. He doesn't care about any church. He didn't care about any church that did not accept uh, Christ as Lord and Savior. He didn't care about any church that... Uh, 
was not saved because he knew that those people were still spiritually dead. Those people still belong to him. You understand? So he, he, he focused on the people who accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. And he changed the, this message. And because he knew that our flesh is in line with riches, is in line with money, is in line with uh, the things of the world. So he used that to, and he proclaimed himself to be God. So Paul is saying this thing happened right there when he was still around. So it will always be like that. One more thing I want us to also focus on here is what Paul is saying. He says that the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that save the lie and all the ways that wickedness deceive those who are perishing. You see, there is a part where... Uh, he, he says that, uh, okay, at verse 11, he says, For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that all the condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. So what he's saying here is that people believe that, oh, because this pastor is performing miracles, yet the pastor is having sex outside marriage. The pastor is performing miracles, yet the pastor is loving riches, the things of the world, money, you understand? So they did not accept the truth of God's word, but they are performing these miracles. So Satan will be giving will be given this much power to deceive people so that people will go to these people even though they can see that no, the man of lawlessness is in the person. What this means, guys, is that when you see that a person doesn't obey God, you need to know his laws. When you see that a person doesn't obey God, make sure that even his miracles and prophecies and whatever and healing you stay away from because then that it does not come from God. You understand? As pastors, guys, some are performing miracles, some are healing, some are prophesying, yet they sleep around outside marriage, yet they love riches, yet they are the ones preaching the love of money. They are the ones who are preaching the things of the world as blessings. You understand? So these things you need to know because these things have already started even in verse uh, 7, Paul says, this secret power of law is already at work, you understand? This secret power of lawlessness, meaning where no one is obeying God. This secret power of lawlessness is at work where no one is obeying God has already started. So where God is not obeyed, run away from that place because it's the secret, I mean, it's the man of lawlessness who's working in that place. I hope guys you understood this one. Thank you. And remember, the Word of God still remains the only source of knowledge about the Kingdom of Heaven. Please, correct every belief with the Word of God, correct me, correct every pastor with the Word of God so that you won't be misled. If a belief of a church is not in line with the New Testament, get out of that church. As we have said, the Old Testament will contradict the New Testament because the Old Testament people were sealed with the blood of animals and its people were spiritually dead, but the New Testament is sealed with the blood of Jesus and its people are spiritually alive. Therefore, you will find contradictions in both these testaments. Always take the New Testament if you are the child of God because in these last days God speaks only through his Son, Jesus. I do not want anyone's blood requested from me, that is why we stick with the truth of his word. These podcasts are found on all podcasts players, including Spotify, Deezer, Audiomark, Samsung, Pandora, YouTube, and many more where you get your podcasts.